I mean, is it fast? Oh, it's fast. Like, what about the options? What about the options? It's got all the options. But, like, what about price? It's got to be expensive. Not expensive at all, man. JR's got the greatest deals on cigars and accessories. Check it out. Oh, wow. Look at these. Oh, look at that deal. It's a good price. What are you guys doing with my car? Your car? I thought this was your car. I thought it was your car. Why would it be my car? I don't know. It's not again. We'll get out, but I'm taking this with a JR on the go. No matter whose car you're in, JR Cigar is there for you. Get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei. Boom, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, Smoke Night Live. This is episode 213 of Smoke Night Live. I am your host. Uh, you know, it's weird. I don't like Who to, are you? I don't want to say, like, I'm your host, Master Sensei. I, that's uncomfortable to me. I, Eric, I, Master Sensei. I'm just going to say, I'm your host, Air Eric. Quartz. That's say, weird. Is that, just, is that too short? I am Eric. I'm Eric. Well, you know, the thing is, is like, the we, you know, the, the, when people call me sensei, it's sort of strange. Like, that ne- that was sort of never meant to be. Bow to your sensei. That was kind of like never meant to be. Like, I wasn't intending to ever be called sensei, and it just sort of like happened organically over the years. But I'm here with my uh, trusty producer, Jordan. Jordan, welcome to the show. Hi. Um, I'm, I'm Jordan. Yes, there's Jordan. He's over there. As you would say. He's pushing buttons. Moving pixels around, doing all that kind of stuff. I see a bunch of people. Oh, he's got the 20th Look going. 20, we're gonna, baby. We're going to be talking a lot about that. In so fact, I'm going to be firing one up myself shortly here. Hello, Bill Powers. How are you? Alex, how are you? Hilliva? Hi. Oh, that's... Uh, that's Acuff. That's his... Uh, is that... Okay. I'm confused. There, I don't right? know who that is. Yeah. Anyways, hello. Sharon, hi. Welcome to the show. People popping in. It's Friday night. This is what we do every single Friday night, which is amazing. Let me check my notes. Hey, guys, here's the cool thing. Uh, the, I want to explain the Noodle Power uh, contest just real quick. Because you guys, if you watched last week, Matt Booth was on the show. And he said that... He wanted to do a contest with this challenge coin that you got with your noodles if you ordered them last Friday. And I saw lots of people getting those. Hey, Mark, uh, getting those. So, and on the show, we said the wrong hashtag. We changed the hashtag. So now the hashtag for the noodle, for this noodle coin, there's so many contests that I'm going to try to explain this so that everybody understands what contests are actually happening. Because we literally had three of them. Oh, ex-wife. Okay. That's what was confusing. Hilliva. 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 Is that how you say your name? Hey, Bubba. Uh, Hilliva. Is that how you, you would think you would say that name? Hilliva? Hilliva Acuff? Well, welcome, um, to the sh- you, huh? welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Hilliva. So anyways, so we have essentially three contests going on simultaneously. Right, Jordan? Pretty much? Three con- well, we did at, at no, a time. No, as yesterday or Wednesday during a Flavor Odyssey, right. there was literally four contests going on at the same time. We're just giving away way too much stuff. My accountant's going to kill Game me. Track. 
He's going to say, why are you giving away so much stuff? Anyways, the noodle power, that's hashtag noodle power. So if you get your, ha- if you get your coin, uh, by the way, on the back, there's Sweet Dojo Herlihy. Pol- polished. Polished. That's how you say it. Herlihy? Herlihy. Okay. Welcome to the show, Herlihy. Um, anyways, when you get this coin with your noodles... Uh, don't rush this entry because this is the this is a long ter- this is like the long con contest here, right, Jordan? Oh yeah. So what we want to see with this coin is, I mean, if you go on vacation somewhere interesting, there's Kevin Acuff. See, we got the whole Acuff crew. <laughs> We've got ex-wives, ex-husbands, so Acuffs. There's they're everywhere. Oh, look at that. Uh, whoa, hey, what just happened? Matt, there? Matt was in the shot. That That's okay. Inception. That's okay. So if you get the coin, noodle power is the hashtag. Now, here's the thing with this. Matt Booth is going to award the first one maybe in a month or so, but it's not going to be an easy contest. Like, we're not looking for just like, hey, I got my coin, noodle power. Don't do that. Like, think of things like, you know, maybe, maybe you're going to go to Europe and you could take a picture with this coin by the Eiffel Tower and say noodle power with you in the shot. Now, that would be epic if you could do that. That might win you the contest. You see what I'm saying? Or if you maybe you work someplace interesting. Like take say, the coin out for a nice fancy dinner. Take the coin out for a dinner. Wine and dine the coin. Yes. Who knows? You've got to date the coin. Anyways, the point is, is you, and you got to, if you're going to do this, post it everywhere. Post it on Facebook. Post it on Twitter. Post it on Instagram. And tag us and Matt Booth, Room 101 brand. Tag us so we can find your entries. But make sure you use the hashtag noodle power. But it's got to be good, right, Jordan? It can't just be this. Can't just be a uh, uh, a quickie. You got to think this. Through. You got to catch Matt Booth's attention. That's you gotta not catch easy to do. Matt Booth's attention. You should put yourself on the screen sometimes. Nobody wants to see that because that would be good to have us both on there like that. You know, I can't multitask. You know, so there's Dominic back there. All right. So, anyways, so that's that. Now, the second noodle contest was if you bought noodles, if you bought noodles, and that day or the next couple days, you shared your proof of purchase on the Dojo app with hashtag second helping. That, was, that the, was that the hashtag? It doesn't matter because I went through all of them. And um, I was going to pick, like I always do, somebody to win an extra bundle. And this time, for that contest, it's completely random. So I just take all the entries... And I pick a random winner, and I have that winner right now. We can announce that one right now. What? The, the winner of the extra bundle of noodles is Danny S. Danny S., there you go. Look, there's he bought one. He says, uh, when you know you messed up by ordering one bundle and you decide to place another order for a second helping of second oh. helping. Good job, Danny S., Make sure to contact me. You can private message me on Facebook or whatever or on the dojo or email me, sensei at cigardojo.com. Give me your address. I will send you an extra bundle and, Jordan, an extra coin. Holy cow. So Danny S. He twice gets the power. Twice the power. Three times the power. And now he's, he's got three bundles, apparently. So congratulations to uh, Danny S. for winning that contest. There's only 500 coins. That's it. Right. There's only five. There's only 500 coins. And people buying multiple bundles, you know, there's probably going to be 300 people with this coin. That's kind of what I was trying to figure out. Like, there's a lot of people. Some people bought five bundles. Some people bought two. Right. Some people, so, like, ultimately, it's probably only going to be, like, 300 people with the coin. 
So it's a small sample size. It's a real deal. It's a real deal. And the contest isn't even going to end after a month. Like, after we give away the first prize, this could go on for years. We might, then we might give away another cool prize two months later for another Noodle Power post. So just keep thinking in your head. Like, I already know guys like, that are in the military and stuff that could probably get some cool pictures in uh, remote locations, which would be super cool. But we're also doing a contest tonight. And actually this week, which is the Like 1999. So we're going to bring on our guest very shortly, uh, Fabian Ziegler. You know uh, Dirty Fabian from uh, Drew Estate. He's going to be our guest. But before we bring him on, I just want to show what we're going to be giving away for the Like 1999. Because we're going to be picking the winners tonight. Fabian is going to be picking the winners at the end of the show. So one of the winners, get this, Jordan, is going to win. Holy cow. One of these sweet water towers. These things, these are super rare, super sought after. And guess what, guys? It's filled with cigars. This isn't, this isn't, just, this isn't just a pretty face. It's got personality going along with it. So it's filled with the Cuba Arte Put inside that thing it. in your lounge. It's just Put that in your lounge. You will be the envy oh, yeah. of everybody around you. And also, by the way, you get the water tower and also, Jordan, Mm. You'll, you'll, you'll also get this sick That thing is so look at this. cool 20th anniversary Acid ashtray And by the way When you see this I cannot do justice to this thing Because it's so cool Like it looks so amazing Sitting on your table It's incredible So the grand prize winner Will win this And then the second place Tonight So Fabian's going to pick two winners the second place will also get this. There'll be two winners that get this. But the second place will also get five of the 20ths. Nice. Acid 20th. So two winners. One gets the water tower and an ashtray. One gets the ashtray and five of the 20th. Do you like the uh, Cuba Arte or the 20th better, smoking-wise? <clears throat> okay. Um, you know what? I think I like the 20th better. I, I'm kind of now. I'm smoking this one right now. I'm, I'm gonna fire it up. Way. I'm gonna fire it up right so now. Good. I'm gonna fire it up right now. So here's the thing with the twentieth. Initial. So if you're like a premium cigar, like craft cigar smoker, the first, the first half inch of it is gonna. It might, it might throw you off. It's very sweet. But after that first half inch, it really settles into a fun cigar. That I think anybody could like, no matter if you're into non-traditional cigars or if you're into premium cigars. It it really does settle down into something that I think anybody could enjoy. In fact, the other day I had two in a row, Jordan. I smoked two in a row. I saw that. I, I know. Because it was good. I mean, hey. I, no, I wasn't. Uh, Jordan, we were just sitting here in the studio. It wasn't like I was. I had to. I just wanted to. 20 is great with some cherry Pepsi. Oh, that does seem like it does know. have tons of cola notes to it. In fact, that's what I said the first time I smoked it. I said it tastes like cola. There's, it tastes like cola. So this, let me let it, me let me light more mine. cola and the cubarte is more clovey, I think. Mm -hmm. And it like when it starts out, it's super sweet, like on your lips, like too much for me. But after about an inch in, then it's it's pretty. It's not that crazy, you know. It's mm. pretty traditional. All right. Oh, one other thing before we introduce our guest uh, this week. Um, the dogma, 
This is the third, basically the second time around with the new packaging uh, started showing up at retailers just this week. So uh, make sure to go in and to get your Cigar Dojo Drew Estate Dogma Commemorative Cigar, um, the Undercrown. It's the king of the Undercrown, right, Jordan? It's the king of the Undercrown. King of the Undercrown. I coined that term. You did coin that term, and, and I like that. I'm going to tell I, you about it every time. I like that term. It's the king of the Undercrown. So make sure to go in and ask for it. Because the more you do that, the more they're going to say, wow. These things sell. These things sell. And we <laughs> got to get more of them. And the dojo guys are amazing. So anyways, all right, enough, uh, enough rambling and uh, yapping. Let's bring on our guest right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we've had him on the show before. We love to have him on the show because he's probably one of the most energetic guys in the entire cigar industry. None other than Dirty Fabian. Fabian Ziegler from Drew Estate. Welcome to Smoke Night Live, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very good. Great. Thank you very much. I'm happy to come back here. We had a good time. You know, I turned the whole traditional world a little untraditional last time, and I'm going to try to do it again. You know, I got to say, Fabian, and I said this as I introduced you, you are one of the most energetic guys I've ever met in the industry. Really? You're always just full of energy. No matter where I see you, if we see each other in a cigar shop or at the IPCPR or you're on the show, you just are always just excited and, and ready to go, and I love that about you. Well, the thing is, is, is you know, I've been with Drew Estate. I, actually, this was my 20th IPCPR, and wow. you know, I, start, I started RTDA. Yo, what's up, Steven? What's going on? I, saw, I see you over there. That's good. Um, it was my 20th year, so my 20th show, so I started 20 years, and, and I'm lucky because I haven't worked a single day in the last 20 years. I, I truly enjoy what I do. Uh, I believe in the cigars that, that we sell. And, and uh, you know, it's very hard to find someone who's angry in a cigar store. So everywhere I go, people are happy. And, and I really love to, to turn, peop turn people on, on Drew Estate cigars. You know, so, so it's, I'm still looking for all those people out there that have never tried a Drew Estate. I mean, I know I can't believe it. I mean, uh, we are the largest manufacturer of handmade premium cigars in the world these days. We... You know, I think I think the count is uh, 150,000 cigars made every day by wow. hand. Yeah, I mean, so 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 we do make a, a quite a few cigars, and we have over 250 different blends. So it's just a matter of finding everyone's favorite cigar, and, and I love doing that. So now, you know, when I see you, or when anybody comes up to you at any of these shows or events, you know, like instantly, you know, your arms are up, and you're like, you're you're so excited and energetic. Are there are there any days like? You're just like you're kind of burnt out, or maybe you have like a head cold, and you and and you're just like, hey man, hey dude. Yeah, Listen, so so I know I know one of your things is uh, we're going to talk about what we were doing in 1999, right? So before my job here at Drew Estate, I was actually working at Drew at D Disneyland. So I worked mm. at Disneyland. So in 1999, I worked at Disneyland. That would be a perfect job for you. Yes, and uh, you, you know, so what they teach you is that you have to be on there. It's on stage and backstage, and whenever you're on stage, you have to be on because that's what the people pay for. Even if I'm, you know, undercover security and I'm catching people stealing or vandalizing or doing whatever, <laughs> uh, you know, they, they, everyone else is looking for a good time. So, so that's what they pay for. So, so I'm always on. Now, I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you when I'm at home. And, you know, my girlfriend, lovely girlfriend, Catherine, what's up? I think she's watching. She'll be the first one to tell you that, hey, when I'm home, I'm completely different. Cause really? I'm, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm actually a very um, shy person. I, I really am a person I stay to myself. I have I have a few friends. And, and I mean, I have a lot, of, a lot of people that I hang out with and stuff. But 
I truly am myself when I'm by myself or when I'm with my girlfriend at home and we're just chilling and having a good time. So, you know, being on stage is when I'm in a cigar store or at a trade show and, and even though people are coming in and, uh, and buying, I got to give them a show like, like John Crabtree, man. Uh, I met that guy in Sturges and, uh, you know, he's becoming one of my best friends, him and Tammy, uh, lots of love for the Crabtree clan over there. Um, but he knows, I mean, uh, he's shared some, a couple dinners late night and, uh, he's seen me a different, different way. And I'm, I'm, I'm a very chill guy. So, so I use up all my energy every day in the cigar store. And then that night I crash and burn, but you know, that's, that's when it's, I'm on my time. Now, so. when you were at Disney, when you were working at Disney, was it Disneyland? Yeah. Disneyland? Yeah. In, in Anaheim, California. Okay. Where, what, what, what was your role? Were you like goofy? Were you in one of the suits or were you well, just... I'm, I'm, some people say I'm goofy right now, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to know was, what you were doing. That sounds... So, so I was undercover security. So Ooh. Fox unit. So pretty much in a sense, I was uh, just regular clothes like a tourist. I had to act like a tourist and, and I caught people stealing and vandalizing and having sex in the bushes doing non-family things. And, and that's, <laughs> you know, that's... No, Christopher, I'm not going to say the Mark Hamill story. Uh, you're going you to have to come do it to... now. Oh, oh no. That, we, this is an hour show, and that story is about an hour <laughs> and 17 minutes. Wow. So, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, now, how did you tactfully, you know, like deal with people in the bushes and stuff? Like, because you can't, you can't just well, like draw, draw attention to it because I let like... him finish, first of all. Huh? I let him finish. Oh, uh, wow. And, that was and, yeah, nice of, of you. Course. Listen, I was, you know, I started when I was 17 over there. So, uh, you know, and most of those, <laughs> most of those people were around the same age or a little older. So, hey, more power to you. You know, you found a, you thought you found a quiet spot, but you didn't know you were on camera. So, you know, you let them finish and then you'd go, hey. Who does know. that at Disneyland, Fabian? I mean, uh, what? Lots, lots of people. Really? That's oh, a yeah. thing? Is it like the Mile High Club or something? Is some it... people, some people try to do it on the rides. Wow. That's yeah. Yeah. just bizarre. I mean. Yep. Talk about Splash Mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, they're, oh. I'm, you know, they're exhibitionists, probably. Uh, they're all yeah. for it. And, you know, you get a big crowd over there on a busy week, you're going to see, a, you're going to have a lot of people watching you. So, wow. So, so then it's, how did you get from Disneyland into cigars? Well, doesn't everyone who work at Disneyland end up in cigars? I mean, maybe. I, yeah, it's possible. <laughs> no, it, it's actually a funny story. You know, I mean, uh, people ask me how I got in this industry and, I'm like the wrong person to ask because no one else is probably going to end up like this in the industry. I, I have to say, I, my best friend in college is, uh, uh, or was, or he still is, uh, he was my roommate when I was, I was a freshman and he was a senior, and he started a distribution uh, company in California for cigars. And uh, it's still still going around. It's still very strong. It's called JMG International. And... He uh, got in an argument with the other his his partner, and he started to go on his own. And in 1999, he ran into a gentleman by the name of Rick Ardito, uh, and who was the national sales director for Drew State. And he also ran uh, uh, ran into Kurt Van Keppel, who at the time was starting a small little oh, company yeah. called Zycar. And he started repre- representing Zycar and Drew State in California. And he falls in love with a, a French girl. And they get this, is the, this is the age-old story. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, uh, falls in love, and and they tried living in Northern California, and she hated it. And they lived in Southern California, and she hated it. And then 
you know, after 18 months together there, she's like, okay, I'm going back to Paris. So you're either, we're either getting divorced or you're coming with me. And just like all, you know, all happy endings, uh, he goes to Paris with her. And at the time, you know, I was working at Disney. I'd been there for 10 years. And he goes, you know, you work way too much for other people. You need to work for yourself. And, and uh, why don't you take over? I've talked to the people at Zycar. I've talked to the people at Drew Estate. They want to hire you. And I'm like, dude, really? we've only smoked, yeah, we've only smoked three cigars together. I mean, the only thing I know is you cut <laughs> one end and you light the other, right? So if, if, if you would have if, if given me a pre-cut cigar, I had a 50-50 chance of lighting the wrong end. But, but, but he's like, no, you could do it, this and that, whatever. Ultimately, he never told either of the companies. I just slid in and took it. And, wow. You know, so so I was a I was a, a manufactured rep for six years, two thousand to two thousand six, and then two thousand six, Drew State hired me full time to do events for them uh, nationwide. That so. is, that is a bizarre. I mean, yeah. I've been doing this show for what five six years, Jordan. This is episode two thirteen. Yeah, yeah, five years. I don't think I've heard anything quite like that, <laughs> I, and I've heard a lot of the. I've I've heard every cigar. Getting into the cigar business story that I can hear, that one is definitely takes the cake. That one takes the cake, by the way, and I well, like the, it. The funny thing is, is, is you know, a lot of people get into the cigar industry because they like cigars, right? So they like cigars, and oh, I'm gonna get in the cigar industry to get cheaper, my my, my stock, my smoking stock cheaper, or 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 whatever. I I actually I got in the industry just just by luck, and I've learned to like cigars. Now, with that said. 20 years into it, I'm still, you know, 95% of the cigars that I smoke are still sweet, still non-traditional. I mean, uh, you, you know, I really am the non-traditional guy of Drew Estate. I, I, it's not a, it's not an act. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I smoke acids. I smoke naturals, or now we call them Laritans, but all the Deadwoods, mm -hmm. even a few Ambrosias, Isla del Sol. You know, I mean, I, I smoke those on a regular basis. But now, actually, I've told, I've taught myself, or I've told myself something, and, and I challenge myself to try to smoke a new cigar because there's plenty of great cigars out there, and 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 you know, there's been a while where I come, I've been in stores doing events, and I do events all the time, and, and people are like, oh well, I've never heard of Drew Stade, and I smoke so and so, and and you know, like ten years ago, I I kind of knew where to match. Ten years ago, even like fifteen years ago, it's like it doesn't really matter what cigar you smoked. All we had was acid. So here, try an acid. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but now, you know, we have uh, all these different brands. So I want to make sure that I have, a, I have a great chance of of turning this person onto a, a Drew Estate cigar. So I got to learn other brands. Right. So I so I try to smoke a new cigar every week, and uh, sometimes I enjoy them, and sometimes I don't. And uh, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, it's it's all flavor profile but i do love those sweet ones yo what's up david there's david hey uh so speaking of that this is this is a big year yes this is a big year for the acid brand 20 yep. years i'm sure a lot of people back in the day in 1999 I don't know thought comment. you know there's i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah john crabtree is his Straight hey, you know, it. Tammy has has great taste, John. I don't know about yours, but Tammy has great taste. I don't know why she's with you. <laughs> but back in the day, I'm assuming there was probably a lot of naysayers. Um, oh, too many of them. Yeah, a lot of naysayers. But boom, here we are 20 years later. The brand is stronger than ever. Let's just take a little time to talk about this journey, this 20-year journey, to one of the best-selling cigars in the entire world. I mean, it's pretty incredible. So... 
you know, for a brand that people laughed at at the first trade show in 1999, I wasn't there. I was I started there in 2000, but from the stories that I heard from Marvin and Jonathan, the two founders of Drew Estate, um, people didn't really take them seriously. And they're like, yeah, you, you know, it's not going to last. It's a fad. The industry is actually dying because that was in 99. So, you know, the, the uh, cigar boom was crashing and burning. Right. And, and uh, you know, it was it was quite a difficult time because when I started, me and my vast knowledge of tobacco, which is nothing, uh, you know, and, and getting my box of Cuba Cuba as a sample and, and going around to, to stores uh, and tell them, this is the best cigar in the world. And then when they're like, get those stinky cigars out of there. <laughs> and then I go, yo, listen, buddy, aren't, aren't all the cigars the same? And then they're, they're like, yeah, no, no, go go learn what you're selling. And then maybe you'll have a chance n- next time. But but yeah, I mean, it's, it, uh, it is it, it, it is what it is, you know. Do you think, um, do you think that Fabian, maybe they were like, Man, this is this is going to be a hard sell because this is a crazy product. Let's give it to Fabian. Let's just let's just let him just die, crash and burn at all the shops. And you were just like, "Oh man, I can do this," and you did it. Well, so so the reason why Drew State hired me in 2006 to do events all over the place is when I first started in the industry. There's and that was I can only speak for California, right? So so there's probably three or four dinners that were that were done. A yearly and and doing an event in a cigar store was unheard of, so I still remember walking into uh, Dana Point Cigars and talking to Craig and going, "Yo, Craig, I need you to buy some of these cigars. I'm getting hungry. I need to, I need a commission check, so I you know, I need to sell." And and you tell me when when your busiest time of the uh, in the store in the week is, and I'm going to spend some time in that store. I'm going to talk to your customers. I'm going to sell the cigars you just bought and. And Craig's like, what? You're going to spend time in my humidor and you're going to sell my cigars and I don't have to pay you? I'm like, well, no, you, you just bought the cigars and I'm going to sell them for you. So so I started doing that. And they came to a point where I was doing, you know, 12 to 15 events a month all up and down California. And sales weren't necessarily going skyrocketing, uh, but, you know, they're up, they're going up 10, 15 percent. But what I did know was that was the age when online retail first started. And all these people would come to these events and try all the, the, the Drew Estates and then the acids and then the naturals. And, and uh, they would ter- go home and then start ordering them online. So the guys on the guy at CI and Famous and all them uh, were talking to our VP of sales at the time. They're like, dude, whatever you're doing in California, keep doing because half of our shipments are going to California. So I got, I got credit indirectly. And, and then uh, I started going all over the U.S. doing events and teaching them and 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 now it's funny because you have to kind of go back to the basics where now at any given day in any given city you have you have three or four 18 different events in cigar stores and and events weren't aren't necessarily what they used to be where you know it it, it wouldn't be crazy to sell over 100 boxes at an event because people would come in and they they'd buy their stuff and we'd give them swag and whatnot but uh you know now since there's an event every week somewhere else all the time then you have to do, you have to give them experiences, mm. and that's where that's where I, I take my, I guess my my big personality and and whatnot, and and you know, congrats to Drew State for letting me be who I am. You know, right. I mean, other other companies, you you look around if you when you go to the trade show and all the sales reps look all the same. You, you come to our booth and and we got two people. There's no two people looking the same and 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 whatnot, and, and it's like you got a job, you do your job, and you be yourself and. And you know you kill him with kindness. So um, that's what we've been doing. So 
you know, someday, like, let's just imagine, you know, 200 years from now, and me and you are in heaven and we're just talking yes. or whatever, right? We're and, smoking acid 20s. Yeah, we're smoking acid 20s. Huh? And I ask you, or we look back on history, like, and I, you know, what was the biggest impact that, you know, acid had on the industry? Um, what would, how would you respond to a question like that? What, where, what footprint does acid have within the overall cigar industry? What did it bring to the industry? How did it help? You know, how would you answer that? So I think it, 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 the biggest impact is it's brought more smokers into the industry. Um, and how, how did it do that? Well, I don't, I'm not a, psychologi- a psychologist or a doctor or whatever, but I play one in the cigar industry once in a while. And, and I've done enough events and I've, I've spoken to, to enough people to, to know this, right? When you grow up and, and you start eating, you, you enjoy, some people enjoy sweet, some people enjoy salty, some people enjoy sour, but they understand what it is. None of us ever grew up understanding what tobacco tastes like. Your tobacco knowledge, and you fig- start figuring out what tobacco tastes like by smoking cigars and smoking s- tobaccos from different countries, and that's how you figure out what you like, what you don't like. So when someone wants to start on their smoking journey, uh, you have a better chance of giving them a sweet cigar because they most likely they like sweet or they already understand what sweet is. So so whenever someone smokes their very first cigar, it's like the, the most crucial point ever. Because you have a chance as a as a store owner or as a friend to have your friend or, or your your you know the person who comes in and create a new a new a new smoker and, and at the end of the day in order for the industry to survive we need to create new smokers so that's what that's what acid's been doing but the, but other than that the, and and I think even more important is the smoking acid cigars it, there's there's three main points right so one is color so so we brought color in the industry. Before you had all the wooden boxes with just you know fancy writing on the box mm. on the box whatever and, and we introduced acid with bright blue, right. bright purple, bright yellow you know and, and we 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 saw that we were doing something because other companies started using those same colors right. The other thing is is by coming to the trade show and and so you come to any of our events we got loud music and and we also play loud music and for a long time all the trade shows would stick us in the corner and people would find us because they just listen to their ears and wherever the music was that's where Drew Estate was. And but last but not least is the acid cigars is is freedom. And what do I mean by that is it doesn't matter if you're a guy who smokes one cigar a day or smokes one cigar a, y- a year. It doesn't matter if you're a a cop or a garbage guy or a bum or a lawyer or a president of of a Fortune 500. You are you and you enjoy that time. And, you know, it just so happens that you enjoy a good cigar. I know all, our, all the Drew Estate cigars, including the acids, are very well rolled. They're infused, premium Nicaraguan tobacco fillers and, and, and all that. So it's just you be you and, and enjoy it, man. I mean, there's too many people out there that smoke the band. And what I mean by that is they hold, they hold the cigar perfectly. So no matter who's watching, they, they see the band that they're smoking. It's like, hey, you know what? I'm staying at Marriott's, right? Because I want I want to stay at Marriott. So look at my Marriott. But who cares what you're smoking? Just as long as you enjoy what you're smoking and, and you you know you don't offend people around you and whatnot. Just be you and, and invite more people into this industry and eventually they're gonna fall into a Drew Estate cigar because we got plenty of them. You know, I think that I think for premium like the craft 
guys that smoke like craft cigars and stuff. And, you know, sometimes those guys are anti-non-traditional cigars and everything. And I try not to be that way. I, I like to try everything. And I think to, for me, and I some, something that I wish that more like premium cigar guys might realize is sometimes like having like a, a, a non-traditional cigar or flavored cigar, even just like this 20th that I'm having right now, it's it's a great way to like, just like, all right, I've had like, you know, a Connecticut, a Habano, and a Maduro, and, and the next cigar I smoke, I don't know if I'm going to taste it or not. It's a nice way to sometimes you just fire it up and just kind of like change your palate out. Just like reset your mind into a, another realm. And it's nice to have something just different like that, just out of nowhere, just to kind of break up the monotony. So it's funny you say that because the majority of the people who smoke acids smoke acids in that exact way mm. so 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 i do an event right and and there's people buy their boxes of acid they buy their their mixture of 20 cigars it's not whatever and there's always a few acids here and there and i'm like well you you have a you have a tray full of ligas or herreras and then you got that one cuba cuba it's like what's up is that for your someone else mm. it's like no you know it's like i eat meat the spaghetti and meatballs every day but <laughs> once in a while i like fettuccine alfredo all right you know, so so it, it it is exactly what it is. Now it's not necessarily a campaign we want to run on because sure, hey, smoke the acid because you're going to enjoy what you're up smoking otherwise afterwards because it it just cleans everything out. But hey, you know what? Smoke smoke acid cigars and and going back to what you're saying uh, at the beginning is that acid twenty. All right, so we just released it. So you take a step back. Acid and uh, last year at the show, we were told that Acid was the number one selling brand in the U.S. So thank you for all you guys out there smoking Acid cigars. Thank you very much. We made it, but we're not happy with just being number one in the U.S. We want to be number one in the galaxy. And how do we do that? Yeah. So, so we make we we do that by making better cigars and cigars with a bigger audience. So the Acid Twenty, I truly believe, is the ultimate bridge between a traditional and a non-traditional cigar. It is non-traditional enough for the acid smoker to get the sweetness, get the aromatics, the infusions of botanical and herbal oils that we have, and they get that. But it's also very traditional in a sense because, just like what you and Jordan said, an inch, inch and a half in, those that rich Nicaraguan filler and that San Andreas Maduro wrapper, you start getting a, a, a real almost traditional cigar, and right. you forget that you're smoking an acid until when you take it out of your mouth, and you're like, holy crap. That's an acid, right? So, so, so you know, I believe, and it's it's a brand that we're going to keep making, and we may actually even expand <coughs> with other other sizes, but in, in the future. But but it's I believe it's a skew and and it's a blend that will quickly climb the uh, rankings of of the acid numbers and the Drew Estate cigars we sell. You know, so. uh, one of the things that's interesting, if you if if you're lucky enough ever to go down and visit the Drew Estate factory and hang out and see how they make cigars and whatnot and the process and you're seeing ligas being rolled and you're seeing undercrowns being rolled and and just everything else and then when you get into the non-traditional area it isn't like all of a sudden you know they, they, they're taking the scraps from the yeah, other no. stuff like when you see like a whole pile of like blondies laying on that table like i just instantly just i want to because they look amazing i mean the tobacco is premium this is not this is not just like uh you know just like an afterthought these things yeah. are made in in the exact style and they, by the exact same group of folks that that make you know some of the most premium cigars in the world i mean this is 
you know, really high-end stuff. It's just a different experience. You know, I, I saw earlier there's a guy who, who said something about cigar safaris. And uh, let me just say, let me just break some news here on Cigar Dojo, right? So, so we have some internal marketing meetings coming up in a couple weeks, and we will make a final decision on cigar safaris. So probably by uh, early November, if not, you know, early November, uh, we will uh, uh, tell tell the masses uh, um, if we're going to start cigar safaris once again and um, when and, and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, it is it is a, a amazing trip uh, when you go down there to our factory. You you kind of start. It's kind of like you know entering the Willy Wonka of cigars. Uh, you you're really into the, the the culture of Drew Estate, the the lifestyle of Drew Estate, and and you just truly become. A family and and whatnot so so it is something very vital and we take that very seriously and and um but first and foremost we want safety i mean you know the last thing we right. want is is people go down there and then something happens there hasn't been anything ha bad that's happened down there in, in a long long time but we just you know you got to make sure it's okay right. cause, yeah. yeah you gotta you gotta so. give it some time and let it you know make sure that it's where it needs to be um uh, I want to take a quick commercial break, um, and then when we get back, I have some acid names, names of some of the acid cigars, okay. and I'm just gonna I'm gonna just say them, and then you're gonna just say the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the name. Ooh. Okay, just, I'm All just right. gonna say it, and you're just the first thing that comes to your mind. Boom. Get that beat button ready because I might I might cuss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, here we go. Hey guys, uh, this show is brought to you by JR Cigars. And, um, Jordan, we couldn't do the show without JR Cigars. This oh, is no. their third year. They just signed up for their third year of doing Smoke Night Live, so we're super excited about that. They are one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes. Don't forget to check out their social media pages, including YouTube, where they feature cigar reviews, interviews, and their famous weekly top five. This week's weekly top five will showcase the five best strange-shaped cigars, including the Liga Pravada Number no. 9 Pig. And by the way, JR Cigars loves Dirty Fabian. Uh, JR Cigars is your one-stop shop for all things cigars. Hey, Jordan, uh, before we go back to uh, Fabian, uh, put it just on me, the camera just on me for a second. Who? Um, guys, we just, we just put this on the website. This is the new Dojo shirt. Check this out. So here, the deal is with this shirt... Like we've done in the past, this is a this this shirt is made in Nicaragua. So if you like cigars and you like all things Nicaraguan, this sh shirt was actually produced in Nicaragua. Um, it is inkless, so there's no ink on here. What we do, we discharge the color from the shirt, which is handcrafted here in Colorado. Uh, after we get the shirts from Nicaragua. And then the color of the shirt is an antique black. You can't really see it on this camera, but it's sort of like a... Um, an, it looks it's like, like maybe it's... like you wore your band shirt out in, in the sun for yeah know, a, a year. Like it's slightly faded intentionally. And no two shirts, Jordan, are the same because this is a handcrafted process. It's called Discharge. So if you want to grab this shirt, it's on the Dojo website now, cigardojo.com. Just go to the... To the um, merch. Don't, don't you hate when you have one of those shirts with like too much ink on your chest? And yes. You go in the sun and it's just like I hate melts that. you. And the cool thing about this, it, it will never the the design will never fade because it's literally part of the fabric. It's bleached right it's out. It's bleached essentially it, in a process, not with actual bleach because that would just make it deteriorate. But it's 
it's bleached with this special chemical. So, like, it's just the fabric. Like, right there, it's just the fabric, which is super cool. So if you want to get your hands on that, we sold those at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. We sold out, so we had to order a whole new batch. That's why it's taken so long. So if you got your shirt at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest and you're wondering, like, why didn't the dojo ever put those up? Well, it was because we sold out, and so we had to make an entirely new run, and it it's time-consuming to do this specific process and get these cool Quit shirts. Quit giving us such a hard time. Jeez, we're from, trying our best. From Nicaragua, because we <laughs> like to support Nicaragua. That's what we are. We're a cigar company, for crying out loud. All right, so let's bring uh, Fabian back on. This is episode 213, Smoke Night Live. Fabian Ziegler is our guest. You guys all know him as Dirty Fabian. Fabian, welcome back to the show. You know, like you have that sensei problem. I got that dirty problem. It, you know, it was only supposed to be my Instagram handle for a while, but now yeah, I'm dirty Fabian all over the place. But right. anyway. isn't that weird? Like people come up to you and they say yeah. it. They say it yeah. to you. Hey, dirty Fabian, and you're like, Yeah, that's kind of yeah. weird. I yeah, I, I know, especially when it's in a group, like at the mall, or if you're bo- <laughs> you're boarding a plane and and whatnot. What, I mean, it's insane. Yeah, you're like everybody's looking at you. Like, what's wrong with this guy? Hey, yeah, some yep. kind of yeah. dirty guy. Darn, I'm sitting next to him. I bet he hopefully he took a shower. Yeah. All right. So I got some names of some of the different acid okay. cigars. And I'm just All gonna right. say it. And then the first thing comes to your mind, Fabian, you just say it. You know, a sentence or the two pressure. or whatever. Just okay. explain it. All right. All right. First one, deep dish. Acid well, deep, dish, deep dish. Deep dish was actually a, a subculture uh, cigar that was made for a store in Chicago, and then they didn't pay their bills. So we took it over and we started distributing it. So it was <laughs> I love yeah. that story. First, First thing was, uh, first word was probably headache, because instantly we got a lot of inventory we had to get rid of. So yeah, but, right. but what it is, it's a bigger Cuba Cuba. It's a five by fifty eight box press Cuba Cuba. So, oh, take that off the screen by Bill Carney. That was horrible. <laughs> All right, next one. This is an interesting name. All right, ready? Earthiness. Earthiness. Yeah. So that's a Corona size in the yellow line. So it's. The best way to describe that, it's like drinking chai tea. You're going to get some sweetness and you get some spice, but it's like spices you think you've had before, but you've never had before, and it's just (laughs) strangely uh, familiar. That's, that's, yeah, strangely familiar. All right. Let's go with the Extraordinary Larry. So I don't know if I could really tell the story behind that cigar because it was actually named, uh, uh, you know, for someone. Uh, so if you ever, you know, any of your, any of the dojos out there who want to know the real story, come to one of my events and I'll tell them the story. Oh, so it's a secret story. It's oh, a secret story. Quinn, yes. Quinn secret. you can get that story next week at the uh, Barn Smoker. I'm going Quinn, to audience cam. Audience cam. There's Quinn. He's going to get the story. Quinn will bring the story back to us and relay it back <laughs> to us. So I'll, I'll tell that story and Quinn, bring me one of those dojo hats and I'll wear it all day at the barn smoker. Oh, okay. It's a deal. We will okay. make that happen. All right. Perfect. All right. The, um, the next one is called Kong. So the Kong, so, so Kong actually was, was one of the originals. Uh, it was a, uh, like, a, a Aztec pyramid shape. It was 52 at the mouth and 62 at the foot. Mm. And that was actually the, the, one of the blue lines. And what we did was uh, it's the Cuba Cuba, but we actually used to dose it in red wine. Ooh. So it wasn't as sweet, and it was, the flavors were more subtle. It wasn't one of the big sellers, and uh, we discontinued it. But now in this FDA world of pre-predicate dates, you might see it come back as a, something else. Interesting. All right. Ooh. Interesting. Oh. Ooh. All right. Uh, how about this one? This one's called... Um, 
Rome. Not Rome as in Italy, but Rome as in Rome if you want to. Yes. Well, that one, I, one word is just creaminess. It's probably the creamiest Ooh. acid. Mm. Not, not real sweet. I mean, it's a true Churchill or some people say triple Corona, uh, but it's in the purple line. So it's, it's not real aromatic uh, botanical oils, but just very, very creamy. Okay. And then finally, this is my favorite one, the Waif. Waif, baby. So, so the Waif was actually the, was introduced in, uh, for Java. We used to make uh, the Java Waif, and, and that was at one time one of their best sellers, which now we don't make the Waif anymore for Java, uh, but we still make it for the acid. And that's one of two cigars, and I can't remember what the other cigar is, but it's one of two cigars that was actually patented, and we are the only manufacturer to cre- can create a Waif. So if anybody's ever seen a waif, it's essentially like a stick of Wrigley gum. It's like a stick a stick of Wrigley gum. How yeah. do they build a cigar in that size? I, that, Do you that, remember Jack and yes. Safari? They, when we were on Safari, Jack, our, my ex-co-host who stabbed me in the back and left for Alec Bradley. No, I'm just kidding. Rest in um, peace. He, he was smoking five waifs. He had one in, between each finger. Because they're so thin, it's just like a little stick of gum. How do they make that cigar? I still don't know how they make that. The and then when you get so to make your own custom blend, you know, at right. Safari you make your own custom blend. He did his in a waif. Right. So we all got his waif in our bundle. Yeah, that was great. The waif. Well, the, the thing is, is uh, waif. You don't even need a cutter. You just you just squeeze the two ends, and then it just cracks <laughs> right down the middle, and that's how you smoke it. <laughs> and the mold is actually that size. So, wow. so that's one of the cigars that we actually underfill a little bit, so we so that it fits in that mold and it gets molded that way. But yeah, it's it, it the the problem with the way for me it, it burns hot because it's underfilled. So so towards the middle it starts burning hot and you know. Uh, you can actually smoke if you smoke three waves on top of each other. It's like smoking <laughs> a fifty-eight. <Yeah. laughs> so. Um, what what's cool tonight is uh, Fabian agreed that he was going to say for the first time on the air in public exactly how Drew Estate infuses the cigars, how yeah, the process works. Thank you. So, all right, here you go. It's your it's your turn to just let it out. Let's tell us how it happens. Well, first of all, you know, I just put in my two weeks at Drew Estate, so that's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I mean, uh, before before Swisher Inter- uh, International bought Drew Estate, there's four people that knew the exact process of, of how to infuse. And when Swisher bought Drew Estate, they uh, gave that process to seven people, and it was a very expensive uh, learning process. Uh, so now there's 11 people that know how to infuse. Now, there's some people that know one or two steps of them. Mm. I don't know any of it, but, but I've, I've kind of, you know, spent an, enough time at the Drew Estate factory and, and I know where the infusion rooms are and I've never stepped in one of them. And, and when we do the tours, you actually walk around two of them and you don't even know uh, mm. that you're walking, you're walking by them. But in a sense, it's, it's a simple process and it's so simple that everyone else, you know, a lot of other people have tried it and failed or are still trying. But what it is is we, we kind of dehydrate the tobacco and rehydrate it with botanical and herbal oils. Okay, so, so in a so, way you're you're rehumidifying it with yes, with yeah. humidity that contains the oil. Yeah. yeah. So so you know you, you drag all the humidity out of the leaf and then uh, the leaf leaf is like a, um, tobacco is like mushroom, right? You, you cook. Yes. Dirt. Okay. So when if you cook, if you try a mushroom without any flavor, it just doesn't really taste like anything. It's just, you know, mm. dirt, whatever. 
But when you start cooking mushrooms with, with whatever you cook it with, it starts absorbing some of the flavors that it has. And, and that's why uh, mushrooms are pretty much good on, on anything, right, in, in anything. So, so they just add to the flavor. Well, tobacco is the same way. Tobacco absorbs what it's around by, by just whatever's in the, in, in the atmosphere around it. It just absorbs it. So Jonathan realized that very early on and, and uh, started uh, messing around with the air around the tobacco. And that's how we realized that the tobacco can actually take on those flavors. What what and, what messes up an infused? Because you said like, you know, you, when you started that, what you were just saying, you said like, you know, how 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 to do it right. You said, this is how to do it right. What what are some of the things that would mess that up? Like, you get too much of the flavor, maybe well, like it's so overpowering that it would be bad. Or, well, so uh, again, some of the things that can mess it up is if the tobacco is not dry enough and it doesn't absorb what what is in the room. Um, also maybe the the formula that is being thrown into the air is not minute enough so the tobacco can't absorb it mm. it just becomes on the, you know it's the same thing as as a flavored cigar where flavored cigars the flavor is is put on on the leaf and and that's why when you're you're smoking a flavored cigar halfway through the cigar you just you've lost all that mango or that vanilla or that chocolate flavor and you just smoke a regular cigar and some of them use, you know, grade two or or three uh, tobacco, so it's not necessarily the great taste, the, the best tasting cigar after that. Well, for us, the infused cigars, we the tobacco flavor or the flavor is in the leaf because it's being absorbed by the leaf. So, gotcha. so as as you smoke the cigar, you get the flavors, and and the same thing goes through with coffee for tobacco and Java, you know. So, so we 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 do a great job with infusing that, and then and then for for the people who like spice, like cloves, we have ambrosia. Um, if you like spice pumpkin pie, there's one, there's a, a ambrosia you go out there and, and you get, it's the mother earth. It's like, it, it really tastes like spice pumpkin pie. It's, I smoke one of those Thanksgiving day every day, every year. When I smoke the, um, uh, the Cuba Arte here in the uh -huh. water tower, it reminds me so much. And we're, this is going to be a good segue, Jordan, for our like 1999. Cause we're going to do our top three things that we were probably doing in 1999. Now this is actually more like. 84 but in 1980 close enough in 1984 it was real popular to smoke clove cigarettes and the cuba arte i liked it because it reminded me of like clove that clove flavor mm -hmm. and um so that's that's one of the spices you guys use it heavily i would think in a lot of these is the clove flavor well we use the, cl the cloves in the ambrosia line we don't necessarily use clove and acid uh, and, and the Cuba Arte and the Acid 20 there, it's a combination of uh, between 37, 47 different botanical and herbal oils. Wow. And, and yeah, and, and we infuse that premium rich Nicaraguan tobacco. And then, uh, that wrapper on the, on the, uh, 20 is a San Andreas Maduro. And then, uh, that wrapper on the Cuba Arte is the Connecticut Broadleaf. It's the same leaf that we use for Liga 9 or Nica Rustica and, and all that. So, the, some you know the the Cuba Arte is going to be a little smoother. Uh, you're going to get a little richer, a little spicier on the twenty. All right, all yeah. right, Jordan. Let's get right into our weekly top three. This is because it's the twentieth anniversary of Acid Cigars. We had the contest uh, like nineteen ninety nine. So we thought, hey, what were we doing? Like what party? Were, like it's nineteen. What were we doing in nineteen ninety nine? And so I tried to figure out what I was doing, Jordan. And Fabian both tried to figure out what they were doing, and mine were really boring. But uh, let's do it, Jordan. The weekly top three 
is I, I, I could do like we need a little song for this, you know, like we do for this episode. I'll just go. Wiggly top three. <laughs> yes. But you know we can. So it doesn't have to be. Maybe that. we'll get a zinger made. Yeah. We we need a zinger made. Wiggly top three. Yeah, because that's not that. Not great. that one. No. Okay. All right, Jordan. Let's start with you. What were the top three things that you were most likely right. doing in nineteen? Now, Jordan, how old are I you? How was, old are you right I was now? Thirty-one. You're thirty-one right now. So All I was right. eleven. You were eleven. Man. At the time. So these are not going to be too exciting. Mostly, I was just playing hockey in every <laughs> way you could possibly play hockey, floor hockey, roller hockey, ice hockey, okay. trading hockey cards, watching hockey on TV. So that, hockey was a big part of, of your 1999. 1999. All right. Uh, you know, I got uh, I was playing a lot of Super Mario 64 on oh. the 64. Now, okay, so was that that we were at, we weren't at we weren't at so it was 64. That was the one. What did that look like? That wasn't the cube. That one's got the three handles. Okay. The weirdest right. controller I ever. I know I know exactly. I'm, I was awesome at Mario, Mario Kart was in that. probably the best game on that system. I'm a Luigi yes. and I'm not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What was, an, what was one more that you had? You know, it was another one I hadn't thought of. Uh, Tech Deck. Mm. It was a little skateboard about that big, and you, you did it. With, with your, your fingers. fingers. You could get good at it. You could ollie and add I a little skate that. park and you could grind on the thing. And Those are probably better than mine. Um, in 1999, the three things I was... By the way, just, just to set the scene, this is the year that All Star by Smash Mouth came out. Mm. Higher by Creed. You know oh that? Oh, my God. And... The Sopranos came out. Holy cow! Now I would love to say that's that your top three. I right. would love to say that I was watching The Sopranos, but I wasn't, because I didn't watch that. SpongeBob two, nineteen ninety nine. That was one of mine, but it was on. Man, that was my thing. Floor. That Do- was my thing. SpongeBob started nineteen ninety nine. Dominic, man. Dominic, Dominic. Dominic. Man. man, only the first three seasons though, guys. I mean, yeah, if you're a purist. Just... All right, so so in nineteen ninety nine, my top three things were. I was buying and selling hot, old vintage Hot Wheels. Like I had become, I had become a buyer and seller of old vintage Hot Wheels. I was making, I was making bank. Seriously, I would buy old Hot Wheels from people, resell them on eBay, and make bank. And I got it. Got to the point where I was so addicted to doing this, I had to make myself stop. I had to say, <laughs> er, Eric, you have to stop doing this. It's consuming your life. So I stopped doing that. Um, <laughs> another thing was that was the year the Broncos beat the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl, baby. Second Super Bowl in a row. Second Super Bowl in a row. So that was a big part of 1999. Yes. And then my final one, which which kind of dovetails the Jordans. Most of my 1999, I spent sitting around hockey rinks with Jordan and Dominic because literally they played inline ice, you name it. I I spent probably 80 percent of my life. At a hockey rink in 1999. So, all right, Fabian, in 1999, you know, what are the top three things that you were probably doing? Uh, and well, I was working at Disneyland, and I was catching people stealing stuff and and whatnot. Having sex in the bushes. Uh, yeah. Well, I wasn't having sex in the bushes. (laughs) I was catching people having sex in the bushes. You can imagine what it'd be like. Uh, Well, yeah, you you know. Come on, uh, you part you partake a little. I mean, probably. I, I I watched. I watched. I was a watcher. <laughs> oh jeez! I don't know if that's better. Now now I will say I I did I you know I, I thought I was a dancer and then uh, I realized really? I'm not. 
I, I'm not a dancer, but uh, 1999, I was living La Vida Loca because uh, Ricky Martin came out. And, ah. and I was singing that song all the time. I thought I had those moves. And, yeah, no. It, it wasn't wow. until I... Ricky it Martin. Was, it wasn't until when I moved to, to, to Miami in 2011, which I learned and I saw, yeah, I really don't have those moves. So <laughs> I should not try to pretend like I'm Ricky Martin. So, yeah. So, so that's that. But, you know, in, in 1999, oops, I did it again. I did it again. Yeah, Britney Spears, uh, uh, so very big hit, and uh, you know, for some reason, I like little schoolgirls. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez, uh, you had you the know. poster, probably. I had the poster, yeah, poster. Uh, and uh, many pictures, and you know, it was she was she was cute, and, and actually, I actually worked one of the grad nights. Uh, Disneyland closes, uh, and and some of the Orange County schools use. Uh, Disneyland for grad night, and they take him there, and and Britney Spears was was actually there, mm. and when I realized that she was there, I'm like, yeah, I'll take the I'll take the night shift, uh, uh, I'll be the night shift, and uh, uh, I'll I'll watch over her stage and whatnot. So yeah, I was there, and, and it was it was very cool. Did um, you get to meet her? I met her, and and she she was very nice. Uh, but you, you know that's that. But but was this more, before or after she went nuts and like shaved her head? Uh, that was after. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she was still. Uh, I think she was on her second uh, second album or something, uh, second CD now. So you gotcha. know, it's what it is. But but uh, the rest of the time, I was watching two other shows on TV. I'm I'm not proud to say, but I saw I've I've seen every episode of Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, uh, nice. You know, living in Orange County, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, we all looked at those uh, brats from Beverly Hills. Even though we were probably uh, uh, just as bratty as them, but yeah, we all had a little Dylan in us or Brandon in us. What and... what what's, what uh, network was that on? Fox. Yeah, that was like when they started like yeah. kind of like working their way into like being like one That's of right. the you know. That's right. And then Melrose Place uh, came started yeah like real real <laughs> after. And I even I even watched all seven episodes of The Heights because I thought it was cool, but you know that <laughs> didn't make it. So that's that. <laughs> But but the other show I was watching and it freaked me out and I could never watch it with the window or with the the lights closed was X Files. Oh yeah, right, right. right. X Files. I've seen every episode and I love X Files, but it, like they would always freak me out and and I had to watch it with my with my sister who's seven years younger but tougher uh, uh, because she was never scared and and I had to uh, you know that's right Jolene uh, back to back that's right. Uh, uh, but X Files, it was it was good. So I was spending a lot of time watching TV and and you know working. The problem with with catching people uh, stealing in, in Disney is they have a a court or uh, or uh, you know, Orange County court judge in a jail in in backstage. So when when you know when when you catch someone, sometimes they have to wait for your for their lawyer to come. So you're sequestered at the Disneyland hotel for like days, and wow. you, all you do is watch a TV. So yeah, I thought you were gonna say like you know like Mickey Mouse was gonna be like judging the. No, yeah, like, you're guilty. You're guilty. Well, they're all guilty because, you know, at the, at the, uh, at that time you get a ticket and the very small print on the back of the ticket states that, you know, you have no rights. You will obey the, the rules of Disney. You will obey the cast members, what they say and whatnot. And they will prosecute. If you do something bad, they will prosecute you to the fullest. And they always did. Wow. So that way they 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 you just know going in like they're not going to jack around with you. Like you do this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Boom, you're yep. done. Wow, so that was the year 1999, and that was the year that Acid Cigars came out. Isn't that amazing to think? Like yeah, We, we I know. think of those things that we just went through in our minds. Like, that was the year. That seems so long ago, doesn't it, Fabian? And no, that was the year that Acid Cigars was introduced. It was a long, long time ago, and, and uh, I guess 
Fox is trying it again because they, they brought back Beverly Hills 90210. And <laughs> I watched the first five minutes and I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> All right. So, Fabian, this week on the dojo, we had the Like 1999 contest. I'll show yes. this again. How many of these, Fabian, are in existence? Do you know? So we made it's a, it's a set of seven um, uh, water towers. So so real quick, why water towers? Well, if you spent any time in Brooklyn, which is where Drew Estate started, every building has a water tower on top of it. And we actually hired five of the the hottest uh, Brooklyn street artists, and we asked them to paint. So, so the only thing we asked them was, we want something to do with New York and something to do with cigars. So so we have seven different uh, uh, seven different uh, uh, ones, and and we have one thousand seven hundred fifty sets. So technically, there's 1,750 of each design. Okay, cool. Yeah. So somebody tonight is going to be lucky enough to win this specific design right. right here. Brooklyn, yeah. And then there'll be a, a uh, secondary winner uh, that'll get an ashtray and five of the 20ths. So uh, we're going to show some entries. I picked some finalists today. I went through all the entries, picked some finalists. I'm going to show them on the screen, Fabian. And then, and so don't pick any winner yet. We'll go through all of them. I don't know, there's okay. like maybe eight, Jordan, or so? Eight or nine? I think so, yeah. Yeah, eight or nine. And eight. then at the end, if, if we can go through them again real quick, and then you can pick the second place first, and then the grand prize winner last. Does that okay. sound like a plan? Second first, and first last. Okay. Exactly. So like kind of right. build up, you know, build up okay. to a big da 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 All right, so, so Jordan, let's show these to Fabian. The first one comes from uh, Alex San. He says, wow. Uh, pound sign like 1999. I had hair, pound sign. and now uh, hashtag. Goodness, a, that is a pound sign, Jordan. That's a pound sign. <laughs> Not for what it's being used for. Uh, from 1999. Yeah, okay, now makes sense. Come uh, on, okay, come on, dude. I had hair, nice. and now it's gone, but the sexiness remains. So there he is. Boom! Look at that. Uh, same with this, his. His love of his life there. Good job, Alex San. Appreciate that I, entry. I gotta say that he's got that blue steel look. I, I, yeah. that sexy, I mean, it, that sexiness is staring right at me. So, I think yeah. he actually looks better now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next one is Roger S. He says, uh, "An ex destroyed an ex. Oh, this is funny. An ex destroyed all my stuff, so I only have one pick left. In 1999, I was young, wild, knew everything, was a badass in my own mind. Started smoking, and I knew." Black and Mild was a good cigar. Got into real cigars 12 years later. He's the tall one. So there, that's a nice entry. Thank you, Roger <laughs> S. The next one is Brad from Tampa. Me tips. Uh, a random pic I found of me and my wife before we met. We both don't remember taking this pic. So somehow, he looks exactly the same. He did. He he. I've seen. Yeah. He he has not changed <laughs> at all. Exactly. Well, the same. Under, under the influence. Yeah. So that's what I remember that picture. Yeah. They don't remember that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Next one comes from uh, Fuzzy. Uh, here's my wife and my oldest two. Me and my skinny with my hair uh, rocking a mole stash. Mole stash. Is that what it says? A mole stash. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen ninety-one was a great year. I somehow convinced my wife to marry me. We had three kids. Seems just like the other day. Time really does fly. Well, can, and by the way, Fuzzy, you look completely different. He looks completely different. I do love that stash. He's got he that. has a good stash in that. So thank you for that, Fuzzy. All right, Mojo Jojo sends us this one. Check Mojo this out. Uh, I was 21, loved Radiohead. I was an adult, but I wasn't sure what that meant. Now I'm 41, I love Radiohead. I'm an adult, but I still don't know what that means. So and then she says I snuck Prometheus in there. I don't know what that meant. I had oh I had a Radiohead as my 
top five overrated bands <laughs> oh, this week. Sorry, so. JoJo. Oof. Sorry. Oh, sorry, Mo Jojo. You're not gonna win this this week, I guess. But Jojo <laughs> looks the same, doesn't she? All right, this one's this one's good. Um, this is Jerry. Uh, he's from California. Many years and many pounds ago, mullets check. Lots of hair product check. Bill Cosby sweater check. Thankfully, I'm not like 1999 anymore. <laughs> That's now that is the prototypical 1999 family pick, isn't it? <laughs> Check that out. Look at the kids, man. They got their, their spiky hair, their mullets. That could be in one of those awkward family photos. I books. love it. That is amazing. Yeah. All right, next one is uh, T-Mac. T-Mac says, uh, like 1999, against my better judgment, my wife encouraged me to post this photo. This Now, here's the thing. His wife encouraged him to post this photo. Big mistake because, dude, you look like... You look like you should be hanging in the post office. Like That's like a top <laughs> five most yeah. wanted. Yeah. Yeah, he, it looks <laughs> like I, I, I caught him stealing something at Disneyland. Exactly. You probably yeah. saw those guys in the bushes <laughs> at some point. Oh, Mickey Mouse took that picture. I'm sure of it. All right, our oh, final oh. one is uh, Bob McDonald. <laughs> he says, 1999, I'm looking into the future for the Dojo app to be created. <laughs> oh, that's uh, classic. Good job, Bob from Tampa. All right, so those are the entries. Now, Jordan, kind of run through them real quick again so Fabian can see. So the first one you're going to pick is going to be the second place winner. We're looking for second place. We're looking for second place. So as Jordan goes through... You can kind of give it another view, and then let you me know. You know what? I like Brad from Tampa. Brad from Tampa. Brad from Tampa. Yes. That, that grin, like he just did something he wasn't <laughs> supposed to. <laughs> he shocked. He shocked her. Uh, but they're together, so it's all good, man. And I like. I like that. They're yeah. still together this day. That is good. All right, so Brad from Tampa, congratulations! Yeah. You are you the second place winner. And right. you will get the sweet ashtray. By the way, the ashtray is phenomenal. And you'll get five of the new uh, 20th anniversary acid cigars. All right, now here it is, the biggie, the big one. da 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 big drum roll. You still need me to keep going through these? Let us here. know when if you need us to show you any again and have a second look. Um, this is for the big water tower. You, you know, I, I like the uh, the last one, this guy right here, man. I mean, uh, uh, Nostradamus. Good. I mean, uh, looking <laughs> looking into the future. I mean, uh, if if we all knew uh, back yes. then what we know now, <laughs> it'd be different. So yeah, I mean, props to you for knowing that the Dojo app was in production way back then. <laughs> wow, so, I like yeah. that he didn't just find a photo. He went took the time to yes, craft an entry. Crafted an entry. Yeah. Crafted yes. an entry. So yeah. congratulations, uh, Tampa Dojoer. That's Bob McDonald. By the way, uh, Bob actually had two entries that I picked. He, there was another one I didn't show of him back in the Army, but so he had some really good stuff, so he does deserve to win that. So congratulations, Bob. There you go. You yep. are the winner, and so is Brett. Both guys are from Tampa. Is that some sort of conspiracy? It's a Tampa yeah. conspiracy. I, I didn't even know that, but you know what? Uh, uh, I'm I'm a big Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, and you know uh -huh. what that means? That you know what that means? It means I have free liberty to drink as much rum as I want on Sundays. Because <laughs> what do Buccaneers do? They surely don't win games. They just drink rum. So yeah, we are joining you this year. Yes, we are joining <laughs> you. This year. All right, Fabian. Hey, uh, it's been 20 amazing years. What what's your yeah. prognostication for the next 20 years? What's going to be going on with Acid Cigars 20 years from today? when we do our 40th anniversary show and you're going to be on the show you know uh hopefully i'll be retired by then but yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll come back on the show but it, it, i'd love to say that you know we're still rocking in we still be number one and whatnot um unfortunately it's 
everything's up in the air with the FDA. I mean, it's it's sad to say, uh, you know, whether it's it's not just only infused cigars or sweet cigars or flavored cigars or regular cigars. I mean, it's it's crazy what's what, what's what's happening now with the vaping and, and right. whatnot. And and I'm I'm very I'm personally scared. And this has nothing to do with Drew State, but I'm personally scared that the the whole cigar industry is going to be uh, like, you know, uh, uh, will go down because of what's happened to vaping. Because the people who are dealing with, you know, the people we're dealing with at the FDA truly don't understand the difference between a cigarette, a cigar, and vape. Right, you're and, right. And unless, unless they actually want to spend time and learn and, and talk to us and whatnot, Jolene, go Bucks, that's right. Uh, uh, but unless they want to spend time learning uh, the, you know, what the differences are, it, it doesn't, the future doesn't necessarily look good. It doesn't, unfortunately. Yeah, especially because today I saw a headline story was um, – Puppy dog gets sick on vaping vaping liquid, says vet. And now so it's toast. Now you're toast because if a dog, yeah, if Forget a dog, people. if a dog is getting sick, sick on this thing on vaping liquid, that's got, well, that's got to be a hardworking dog because those little vaping juices are expensive. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I don't mean to make light of it. We all know how serious it is, yeah, uh, it Fabian. Is. So I do appreciate you bringing that up. Hopefully. Yeah. You know, hopefully things work out. I'm a, I'm an eternal optimist, Fabian. Listen, I can't help ho- it. Hopefully they work out, and hopefully there's many more uh, uh, people out, out there smoking cigars and enjoying. You know, at the end of the day, what are you doing? You're 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 smoking. We're smoking dried up leaves, and we're relaxing for an hour. We're spending time with quality friends, and and that's what smoking cigars is all about. It's it's not something you have to do. It's something you enjoy doing. And and hopefully all the all the people know you know the people that we're dealing with in the FDA start learning that and then a lot of them smoke cigars and that's the right. thing I don't I don't even get but you know at, at the end of the day hopefully the industry is keeps grows and uh, many new other cigar companies come out and and push the limits you know I mean uh, uh, it's it's one thing if if you're making good cigars but you want the whole industry to start making good cigars and and whatnot because you never want someone to go into a store and buy brand x or whatever and get a bad something bad because experience. they might get yeah bad experience because they might get turned off and you, we can't we don't want to lose any any cigar cigar smokers so right. you know hopefully we're all smoking more david williams you get you gotta keep smoking more cigars man all right and you gotta trade me some more pokemon david <laughs> williams he's big on the pokemon app so wow. you know, oh yeah that's a little tidbit on that guy so so watch out because uh, he's got a formidable team he beat me on the trainer battle the other day. So, um, you know, I don't talk to you anymore, David. So, wow, so we got we got actually we got some trash talk going Dang. on. Pokemon on trash the, talk. On the show. That's right. It. That's right. That's All right. So, Fabian, I want to thank you so much for taking the time on a Friday night to join us. We always love having you on the show because you love cigars like we do. Like, you know, like this 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 industry, the media where, where we are, like there's a lot of, you know, talk about this, talk about that. But ultimately, like I just like cigars. And so like yeah. I like talking to you because you're energetic, you love it, you have fun doing it. I really appreciate you taking the time on a Friday night. Anytime. Let's do it again next year, if not sooner, and then, you know, keep smoking those acid twenties and, and keep smoking all those Drew Estates and, and, and try more and more because we got some new stuff coming out and you know those I, I was at the event last night, and we sold out of those dojo dogmas. I nice, mean, uh, yeah, baby. Uh, so yeah, and and tomorrow I got a huge event in uh, Lake Ch- uh, Lake Worth, 
uh, Lake Worth cigars all day tomorrow, and I'm sure we're going to sell out of those uh, Dojo Dogmas because they're they're big hits. And that blue packaging is is off the hook, man. Yeah, I mean, sexy. It's, it's beautiful. It, it does make it sexy. Uh, yeah. Don't go away after the show. I want to talk to you, Fabian. All right, so hang on. Hey okay. guys, Wednesday is the next episode of a Flavor Odyssey. It is episode brought to you by the letter E. So we don't know what the pairing will be yet, but you'll see Robbie and Randy doing a pairing that starts with the letter well, If you don't go Espinosa, e. I don't even know. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, be friends with you it should be Espinosa, but we don't know. It could be. Who knows what it'll be? And there's, the beer has to start with E, too. So that'll be interesting. So make sure to tune in. By the way, last Wednesday's show was one of the most watched. It was... It had a massive viewership. They're catching so up to us. I'm kind of scared they, now. They are catching up, which I love. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. And next Friday night, a week from tonight, guess what? I'm on vacation. Nah. So there won't be a Smoke Night Live next Friday night, but Jordan will put something together fun. Uh, maybe a giveaway or whatever, right, Jordan? We'll do something fun. I'll just film me sitting there for an hour. Okay. That would be great. I'm sure people would love seeing just that. So. Say hey, if, if, you, if you need me, I could do my Mr. Mime impersonation. <laughs> yeah. You do like, yeah, like, just an hour of that. We, 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 want some, we want some videos of you like busting people in the bushes. That's what we really want. <laughs> I mean, come on. All right, folks. So it's Friday night as we, as we normally do on the Cigar Dojo. Get on the Dojo app. Post what you're smoking. Post what you're drinking. And do your hashtag now playing. Buy one of these shirts. We like to hear what you're listening to. That's what we usually do on a Friday night. That's kind of fun. We'll be doing this all night long tonight, guys. So don't go away because all night long on the Dojo, we're going to be hanging out with you guys on the Dojo app. So until the next episode, remember, never, never smoke. Hello. We'll see you guys Wednesday for Flavor Odyssey. Here at JR, our social media platforms offer our customers an in-depth look into the world of cigars. Our YouTube channel is one of the biggest in the industry with hundreds of cigar reviews, exclusive interviews, event coverage, and much more. On Instagram, we aim to showcase our massive inventory with unique pictures, engaging Instagram lives, and contest giveaways. Our Facebook page is the hub for all social media content. We have everything from video reviews to pairing blogs and our amazing daily deals. Subscribe and like our social media pages to be a part of the JR Cigar experience.